Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Oh my God, finally, a short chapter. Finally. A series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket. The Carnivorous Carnival. Oh my, are you really actually doing it with those? Yeah. Peyton, what, what is that called? N- knitting or crocheting? Um, One of those. Crocheting is with yarn. I know how to yarn. No, 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 yarn but what you're doing is the same thing as you would with... Braceleting. Yeah, yarn, but she's doing it with two... Um, because my fingers hurt. Yeah, she's. Do- but does it does it work? Does it hurt when you're doing that? No. Oh, she's doing it with two sharpies. That's crazy! Oh my gosh, is that why you asked me what colors I wanted? Yeah. Cool. Chapter thirteen. Did I already say what it was? Yeah, I did. Book the ninth, Carnivorous Carnival. With the curtain parted, Violet and Klaus looked out the window and gasped at what they saw in front of them and was Count Olaf's long black automobile winding its winding its crooked way up to the road towards the peaks of Mortmain Mountains with the freak's carnival tied to the bumper. They could not see their baby sister, who was trapped in the front seat with Olaf and his villainous girlfriend, but they could imagine how frightened and desperate she was. But the bo- older Baudelaire saw something that made them frightened and desperate. Wait, did he say that Lulu told them that? Did she? Oh. She probably, like, wrote it down. Oh. How do do we know if she told him that, or we just never find out? If she did, what a bleep and bleep bleep. Hmm. They could imagine how frightened and desperate she was, but the older Baudelaire saw saw something that also made them frightened and desperate, and it was something they had never thought to imagine. Hugo was leaning at the back of the window of the automobile, his hump hidden over the... in the oversized coat as may squalor had given him as a present and he was holding the tight holding tight colette's ankles the contortionist had twisted her body around the back of the car so that her head was lying in the middle of the trunk between the two Ooh, you okay Ooh, ooh. between the two of the bullet holes oh my god i literally almost said buttholes bullet holes that proved provided air for the Baudelaire's on their way to the Caligari Carnival. Like her co-worker, Colette was always was also holding tight onto someone's ankles, an ambidextrous set of ankles of Kevin's, so that all three of the Madame Lulu's former employees were in a sort of a human chain at the end of the chain were Kevin's hands, which were gri- gripping along a rusty knife. Kevin looked up at Violet and Klaus and gave them a triumphant grin and brought the knife down as hard as he could on the knot that Violet had tied. You would think that they would feel like so bad for them because they were friends. Yeah. The devil's tongue is a very strong knot and normally it would take a while for the knife to saw through it even if it was very sharp. But the equal strength of Kevin's two arms meant that the knife moved with freakish power instead of normally and in an instant the knot split into two. No, Violet yelled. Sonny, Klaus screamed. With the caravan unhitched, the two vehicles became going in the opposite directions. Count Olaf's 
car. Thank you, Peyton. Count Olaf's car continued to wind up the way of the mountain without anything pulling it, and the caravan began to rock back down. The way of a grapefruit would roll down the flight of stairs if you let go, and there was no way for Violet or Klaus to steer it or stop the caravan from the inside. Didn't they just, wouldn't they just jump out? The Baudelaire screamed again, and all three, all three of them, Violet and Klaus, oh, alone in the rattling caravan, and Sunny in the car, full of villains, as the two vehicles slipped further and further away from each other. But even though Count Olaf was getting closer and closer to what he wanted, and the older Baudelaire's were getting further and further away, it seemed to be the children that all three siblings were ending up in the same place. So all three children are ending up in the same place. Even if Count Olaf's automobile slipped out of view and the caravan began to slip in the bumpy road, it seemed that all Baudelaire orphans, that they were all slipping into the belly of the beast. And that time, I'm sorry to say, counted very, very much. Dun, dun, dun! Was, all right. the, was that the chapter? That was the chapter, yeah, it was like so short. There's a chapter. Anytime I hear or say dun dun dun, I hear it in the um, minions' voices. Dun dun dun. Right? That's all I can hear it. I can't unhear it. Do, do you, you want to do another chapter? Yeah, let's go start the next book. Okay, we'll do one. Ch- I'm I am like tired, and I do want to f- read my pages for the day. I literally have read like nothing in my book, so I have a goal to reach of my own too. Okay, I have a life, okay, outside of the series of unfortunate events, okay? Okay, all right, let's get the other one.